Welcome to the Health Before Fitness podcast. I am your host, Sean Nunes, former personal trainer and NFL strength coach turned fitness consultant and lifestyle entrepreneur. Over the last 22 years, I've been on a mission with the intent to discover why most people fail when it comes to their health and fitness. Each week, we share experiences, messages, and science-backed results to help you create a healthy relationship with yourself and your health. Learn how to adopt the health before fitness mindset so you can begin making the right decisions to get the right results once and for all. There is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, the fear of failure. A quote from page 146 of the book, The Alchemist. If we fear failure, will we ever take the step forward towards achieving our dreams? Or will we constantly let the fear of the failure get in the way of us taking the action? My friends, I invite you guys today to live out your dreams, to embrace the uncertainty of life, and to rise to meet your own unique destiny. This is episode number three, if not you, who? If not now, when? Why not be your own hero? Why not write your own book? Why not be the difference you want to see in the world? Why not take that action right now? What's stopping you? What excuses are you giving yourself? Over the last couple decades, I've been on a mission to find out why people get in their own way. And it's really come down to three simple words. Fear, homeostasis, and execution. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or a threat. What do we fear? Maybe fear of the unknown, fear of family safety, fear of suffering, fear of failure, fear of judgment, even fear of success. When I was at church recently, we went through an exercise and wanted to write down the top three things that we fear. And for me, it was financial stability. I've never really had money. And so it's always been a fear that I will never have money, or at least not have enough to provide for my future family and the type of lifestyle that I ideally would like to live. Another fear is leaving a legacy, leaving something that I'm proud of, leaving something that will last Not just while I'm here on this planet, but once I'm gone. And then lastly, making God proud. I always feel like I could do better. I always feel like I could do more. I always feel like I could be more giving. I could be more generous. Every time I'm in a bad mood, I always feel like I need to be in a good mood. And anytime I I don't maximize an opportunity, I feel like I could have always done more. I'm I'm just really hard on myself in that aspect. And I, I know I have high expectations, high standards for myself, 
because God has given me the blessing of you know having the skills that I have, having the talents that I was born with. And so if I don't maximize those every day, I feel like I'm, I'm letting him down in a way. And so it's a fear of mine that I, I won't make him proud. And now I know that's not the case, but that's the dialogue that I have with myself. And I understand that that is something that I'm working on. And all of my fears are something that I'm constantly working on day in and day out. And so you know, one of the questions that I have for you is, is what do you fear? What excuses are you giving yourself? What's getting in the way of you achieving the things that you want to achieve? I know, for example, my girlfriend has a couple fears as well. And she said it was okay for me to share these with you guys. And so hopefully some of these would resonate with you. One of her fears is she won't be successful in her dream career. She feels like once she gets to be in her career that she won't flourish. She won't get to that level to where she can build her own team. She can get her broker's license. She can provide for herself and her future family, just like myself. She's also fearing she won't be able to fix her relationship with her mom. Ever since she was young, her and her mom have had some issues in their relationship and it is a big fear of hers that she won't ever be able to fix that even though she's working on it it's something that she fears another fear is losing her dad just from a health perspective she prays and hopes that he will start to take care of himself so that he can live long enough to see her kids and be in a good enough place that he can get up and run around and pick them up and play around and actually be present in their lives and be alive and vibrant as they grow up. And so losing her dad is a big fear. And then also for her never being financially stable. Just like me, she's never really had money growing up. Now, we weren't completely poor broke, but have never really been in a financial situation to go where we want do what we want, whenever we want. And that is something that we both do have in common. Fear is an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. And so I ask you guys, what's the downside of fear? Fear is what stops us from taking action and ultimately starting the journey to fulfilling our personal legend. Fear is often what stands in the way of us truly reaching that state of happiness that we all desire. On the upside, fear is an illness that can be overcome. You have to acknowledge it first. Then we can develop a plan to overcome it. So what do you fear? What's stopping you from taking action right now? Is it mere laziness? Why are you lazy? Are you not taking care of yourself? Are you not taking care of your health? Do you just not want it that bad? Do you not want to succeed? Are you afraid to push yourself? Are you afraid to witness what you're actually capable of? It might not be you. It might be your genetic makeup. But I do have good news for you. 
And this brings me to the next reason we get in our own way. Homeostasis. I know it might sound like a big word, but homeostasis is brought about by a natural resistance to change when already in the optimal conditions, and equilibrium is maintained by many regulatory mechanisms. I know that sounds all scientific, but when we intentionally force ourselves out of homeostasis, this is when the magic happens. This is when change occurs. It is in our natural DNA to resist change. It's our natural instinct to want to stay where we are. Where we are right now, this is where our body wants to be. Our body likes to be comfortable. Our body doesn't like pain. So when you're working out and you start to feel that burn, your body has a natural desire to want to stop. When you're pushing yourself and you're pushing yourself to your max, there starts to get the, these, this dialogue in your head that you start to justify why you should stop. Right? You put your hand on the stove, it gets hot, you naturally want to move it off. Right? There's good pain, there's bad pain. You want the good pain. Only you know from an emotional perspective what the good pain is. Your body might want to stop, but you know it's what you need. When you're able to push yourself outside of that comfort zone, that's when the magic happens. And that's where most people fail, is they're not able to push themselves. They would rather stay comfortable. It's easy to be comfortable. We're made up this way from a scientific perspective, but we're also made up this way from an emotional perspective. We'd rather sit on the couch and watch Netflix than get up and challenge ourselves and get to the gym. It takes too much effort. I don't have the time. I'm tired. I get up too early. Work is stressing me out. I need a glass of wine, right? There's all these different things that we put in our way that make us justify why we should not challenge ourselves, why we should not resist that homeostasis. Now, when your body is in an optimal condition from a cellular level, you're mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually set up to push yourself, to challenge yourself. So when we take care of ourselves, when we take care of our health, we take care of our mind, and it's in a good place, it's easier to push ourselves. But when we're not in a good place, it makes it even more difficult to push ourselves. And so with this being health before fitness, let's get our minds right. Let's first understand the science behind how our body and our mind works. And then let's separate how our bodies and minds work from our emotions. What do you want to do or what are you capable of doing are two different things. It's our natural instinct to get defensive if someone calls us on our bullshit, right? But then after the fact, you might realize... They were right. But we don't like to be vulnerable. We don't like to look weak, especially as males. We don't want to drop that alpha and that ego. We don't want to look silly. 
But if you realize that it's just, it's pulling the best out of you and you can be humble and you can step outside of yourself, you can leave the ego at the door and you can realize that we all have things that we need to work on. You start to grow. You start to develop into a new person, into the person you ultimately probably want to be. And so even though it is in our genetic makeup to fight change, I challenge you to push yourself because that's when the change happens. When you intentionally force yourself out of homeostasis is when the magic happens. Set the alarm earlier than you want to get up. Go to bed earlier than you want to go to bed. Turn that TV off. Stop scrolling the feeds. Do everything that you know you need to do, not necessarily the things that you want to do. And when this happens, your life will change. The third thing that gets in our way is execution. It's simply carrying out or putting into effect of a plan, order, or course of action. To execute is usually used with do. You must do. And oftentimes we do what's called a paralysis by analysis. I'm guilty of this myself. I am a type A. I always overanalyze. I spend 80% of the time planning and it has to be perfect. And I think I get that from my dad. He's the same exact way. He's actually developing a youth intro to weightlifting program right now. And he's built out a 10-page table of contents. <laughs> and we decide to overdo it to where we think, oh, it's not perfect. I need to tweak this. need to tweak that. And then months go by. And you realize that you haven't actually done anything yet. And then you say, you know what, eh, I'm going to change my mind. I don't think people are going to like this. And then the fears start to come in. And then, you know, you just want to go back to your comfort zone. And then you decide not to do anything. Maybe you're guilty of this. Spending too much time planning, talking, wishing, hoping, praying, not enough doing. Action gives us the answers. Action gives us the courage. Action gives us the confidence. There's a quote by Will Smith that I think about all the time. I say all the time with my trainers and our clients. Fail fast, fail often, and fail forward. Some of us look at failures as a loss. Even earlier this evening, I was asking my mom, what does she fear? And she said that she has the fear of failure. And I asked her why. And she said, well, because I feel like that I'm not giving my 100%. If I'm not giving my 100%, then it's a failure. And I said, well, but if you take the steps forward and push yourself and challenge yourself, even though you might not give 100%, the fact that you actually took that leap, you're fighting that fear of failure. So you're actually going to learn from it whether you 
succeed at it or not, you're going to learn from it, you're going to grow from it, and you're going to move forward from it, right? And she stopped, thought about it for a second and realized, you know, maybe it's not the fear of failure, but it's the fear of me not being honest with myself that I really gave it my all. And so I agreed. Absolutely. But if we can change our relationship with failure and understand that if you fail fast and you fail often, make sure you fail forward. How do you do that? Well, if you look at failure as a learning lesson, as long as you take something from the failure and you're able to bring it with you going forward, that's a win, right? That's not a failure. That's a win. How many successful people do you know that have never failed? I highly doubt any highly successful people have never failed before. Failure is what tells the story. Failure is what builds the confidence. Failure is what gives us the courage. When you go through hard times, when you go through low lows, like when we had our gym and it was flourishing and doing so amazing and then we decided to partner with our previous partners and we got taken advantage of and went to court and filed that lawsuit, it literally turned our lives upside down. It was the lowest of low that we have ever experienced. But looking back, it was one of the biggest and most important lessons I could have ever had. Learning what I learned then, I bring with me now. And I know I will never make that same mistake again. Had I not made that mistake, I might make it later on down the road when I have a whole lot more to lose. And so I look at that as a learning lesson. Quitting is the only thing that's unacceptable. So if you're on your health and fitness journey right now, and you're on that vicious yo-yo cycle where you're motivated and you're not. You're, you're forcing yourself out of bed. And, and then some days you're excited to get out of bed. Some days you're able to stick to your meal plan. Some days you're not. If you're on that up and down roller coaster, hey, if you're not quitting, if you're not giving up, you're winning. Okay? If you can have that mentality of amnesia and forget about what you did yesterday and start the new day with a fresh slate, and, and you start fresh and you look forward and you push yourself regardless of what you did yesterday, you're winning. Even if you failed yesterday, if you get up and you try again, you're winning. Quitting is the only thing that's unacceptable. No matter how far you fall off your meal plan, no matter how many days you missed workouts, no matter how many times you slept in, let it go. Look forward because there's always another day. If you wake up, that is a whole nother opportunity that's sitting in front of you. Quitting is the only thing that's unacceptable. Once you're gone, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to say at your funeral? What do you want to be remembered for? Lastly, what do you need to start doing right now in order for you to ultimately begin living out your legacy? I mean, why not be your own hero? Why not impress yourself? I always 
tell myself when I'm at the gym, I don't care who's around. I don't care who's looking. All I know is I want to leave this gym today feeling like I impressed myself. If I can impress myself, then I know damn well I pushed myself to my max. I gave it all I had because only I know what my max is. Only I know if I had a little bit more in the tank. And so if I can be honest with myself and look myself in the mirror and say, damn, I pushed myself today. That's what gives you the confidence. That's what builds that personal relationship with yourself. When you can start having that healthy dialogue with yourself and be honest with yourself rather than turning the cold shoulder and thinking nobody's going to know, you know. If you know, that's all that matters. The judgment of others, the opinions of others, no one knows you like you know you, not even your mom. So why not impress yourself? Why not be the difference that you want to see in the world rather than waiting for someone else to do it? If not you, then who? If not right now, then when? My friends, after today's episode, I hope you've had a chance to reflect. Only you know what your fears are. You might not think you have any fears, but hopefully after this, you might have a few. It's okay to have fears. Acknowledge them. Then create an action plan to overcome them. Only you know how bad you truly want to step outside your comfort zone. Only you know why you aren't taking the action today you wish you would have taken yesterday. Do yourself a favor. Move obstacles out of your way rather than putting them in your way. The reason that I did this for the third episode is because I want to really set the table for you guys. Episode one is who is Sean Nunes, the host of the podcast. Episode two is what is health before fitness so you can get your mind right. But then number three is if not you, then who's going to do it? If not right now, then when are you going to do it? If you have the mindset of I'll do it tomorrow, you're never going to do it. And so this podcast is meant to get you off your ass and take action because I have the intent to figure out why most people fail. And it's because they have fears. It's because they want to stay comfortable. It's because they don't have the desire to do. So if you can get those fears out of your way, If you can understand that I need to push myself if I ever want to get to where I said I want to go. And then if you can get yourself to actually take the first step. Then I am so incredibly grateful for you listening to this podcast. And I would love it if you can share with me your journey. If you want to learn more on how we can get these obstacles out of your way, please send me an email right now. There's your first opportunity to take action. Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at H-B, the number 4F.net. Thank you for listening. I hope this hit home for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend that you think needs this right now. And if you'd like to hear more, 
please make sure you subscribe as we share messages like this each and every week. I'm going to have some very inspiring and intelligent minds coming on uh, for some interview rounds coming up very soon. And so please stay tuned. I look forward to talking with you real soon.